0: FOREVER!
1: Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else.
0: And welcome to our podcast, Scary, scary stories, stories to Tell, to tell the on pod. the Pod. It is a podcast about scary stories, urban legends, spooky things that happen that you tell us about and then we tell you about.
1: We are the wow. middleman. We we are perfectly useless in this situation. You could get it straight from the source, but instead we're here.
0: We are adding an unnecessary cost. Go to the wholesaler. Get the scary stories from the cemetery directly. <laughs> Um, we are two comedians, arguably, and we, uh, like being scared and we like ghosts. And then Mm -hmm. one time we said, maybe we'll do a podcast. And that's actually what you're listening to right now. So, and
1: then it happened. We made a wish on an old artifact and suddenly we've been doing this for a year and a half.
0: The old (laughs) artifact was Gmail. Um, (laughs) gosh, it's nice. How's everyone doing? Is Is anyone a ghost listening to this?
1: A very possible. We, I mean, if you've seen the movie white noise, which I haven't, but I feel like that's roughly the plot of it is that like we living. wrote it.
0: I haven't seen it, but I do think <laughs> I wrote it.
1: that's true. Michael Keaton playing a dad and ghosts and radio. That sounds like a farmer Dresden collaboration.
0: It really does. It's not frequency. It's a different movie.
1: <laughs> I know we've removed all emotional connection to that concept and it's just ghosts. Yes, we did. Um, um Anna, how's, how's your Monday?
0: Um, my Monday is good. And I hope, um, we're not, we're not actually there yet, but I think it's going good. It's been nice. Um, uh, we, uh, Jason and I are looking at a few places and (laughs) he pointed out to me that I was like, "Mm, I didn't like that place. Well, I did like that place. And he was like, I think you just are really affected by what the sky looks like. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's
0: just like, I didn't like that house. It had many clouds, um, but that house was quite blue sky. If you think about it,
1: Anna, <laughs> this is exactly why you and I are so simpatico because truly when we put the down payment in on our apartment and we went to go visit it another day, it was overcast. I was like, I feel this is completely different. And Chris was like, it's just a different time of day. And it's not sunny, <laughs> and you need to not worry that we've moved into a cloud system. <laughs> Human beings are stupid dogs. Dum <laughs> the dum. Other.
0: There's fireworks, and it's hell outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, what it is? But we, can, you know, it can be like that with anything. With am I am I dehydrated? Uh, did I sleep? Do I need to poop?
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Ask yourself those three questions before you make any decision.
0: Yeah, especially real
1: estate. Um, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Andrew, how's your theoretical Monday going? Theoretical Monday is good. Um, on Saturday, Chris and I moved into our new place, yes. which is very exciting. Um, I, w- I would be recording this from the, uh, the podcast closet, but um, it's a little echoey because we haven't put anything in there yet. Uh, but it was it's good. I mean, moving is super stressful, but we kept a good head on our shoulders. We got a whole bunch of root beer, and um, ah. I think I really credit that with helping keep Chris and I cool.
0: I love this apartment because it has root beer in it.
1: (laughs) I just am I'm worried about the lack of root beer.
0: Mm, I you know, if we were gonna buy it, maybe then we could put in the root beer.
1: Yeah, I mean for rental. It's it's sort of like I feel like the last apartment was Barks because it had a little bit of bite, but I'm kinda looking for something a little creamier like mug. (sighs) I had no idea
0: what any of those words meant. Really? Wow. Barks bite, creamy bark bite. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm having a stroke. It's now.
1: Root beer stands pop off, please, in the comments. Oh my God.
0: I, I get it now. Bark is with a Q, but.
1: Yeah. And man. mug is a, did, did you have mug root beer? We did. We
0: absolutely did. I just, I okay. guess I've never heard someone say mug without also looking at that very sort of manly <laughs> true. bulldog label.
1: The silent second G really, if you're not looking at it, is super confusing. There's a second G. Yeah. I think it's mug. I think there's two, is there not, is this a Berenstain Baron? <laughs> is this the Mandela effect of root beers? <laughs> it is. I think you're thinking of mud jeans, which were very, <laughs> wait.
0: very one popular. hot
1: second. I am <laughs> looking this up. This is going, Anna, if, if mug has one G, I'm going to become, I, I'm going to have to move <laughs> Andrew, away for a while. No. Wait, mug,
0: root, Anna. Oh, I didn't no. want you to learn this way. It's fine, Anna, we can talk another time. It it's is fine. one G.
1: This is hard. Oh, this is hard Andrew, to hear.
0: <laughs> you don't but you don't know that. It could you know what? People are different and
1: I think I am. I think I did do Mud jeans, jeans has two Ds. Has two G's D's. Okay. Yeah, that would be much Mugged. more confusing. Anyway, everybody, <laughs> wow. believe it or not, this is a scary story podcast. Now that
0: everyone has put their phones in a little glass of sparkling water um, <laughs> <laughs> to make it stop. We're here. We've covered all the bases. We've got jeans, we've got root beer, we've got, you know, that's it.
1: Those are all the things
0: I can remember because they just happened.
1: (laughs) So Anna, on Mondays we do read from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. You uh, got that right. Assembled by Alvin Schwartz with drawings by Stephen Gamble. I believe today is your turn.
0: It is my turn. And today I am very excited to bring you one of the absolutely... Number one, most terrifying, <gasps> spine tingler, bone chatterer, <laughs> hair raiser, face scareder uh, story. This story, you're going to lose your whole ass. It's going to flop right <laughs> off like a, like a fish on the deck. You're going to scream out of your mouth hard. Wow okay so if you have some sort of heart weirdness or like a brain blood thing <laughs> you're not going to want to listen to this I'm just going to go <laughs> out on a limb and say someone's going to get killed by this story from how oh scary my God. it is it is very scary and it is called Old Women All, Old Women <laughs> <on>. oh, no. <laughs> <All> I <right>, Goodbye <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I was the one. It is called Old Woman, All Skin and Bone. Oh, my God. There was an old woman. And I'm sorry. This one isn't a song because the song. Oh, no, it is. It does have a song. Oh, fuck.
1: Listen, we can still cover the song and then have someone do a recording of it in the not too distant future.
0: That's true. We could have people write in with their songs. That would be I great. it. Okay. Uh, but I'm just going to say it like it's sort of a... Lyrical a, poem. A lyrical poem, thank you. Yeah. Here we go. There was an old woman, all skin and bone, who lived near the graveyard all alone. Ooh, 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 She thought she'd go to church one day to hear the parson and preach and pray. Ooh, 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 ooh. And when she came to the church house style, she thought she'd stop and rest a while. Ooh, 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 ooh when she came up to the door she thought she'd stop and rest some more ooh, 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 ooh. but when she turned and looked around she saw a corpse upon the ground ooh, 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 ooh from its nose down to its chin the worms crawled out and the worms crawled in ooh, 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 ooh. the woman to the preacher said shall i look like that when i am dead ooh, 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 ooh. The preacher to the woman said, you'll look like that when you are dead. Now scream. Ah! <laughs>
1: <laughs> the... Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. have only heard this in song form, <laughs> to just hear the lyrics without music. This is a exploration of low emotional intelligence. Because <laughs> nothing actually supernatural happens. It's just a preacher doesn't know how to how to make a woman not nervous about dying. This is a song about a conversation.
0: <laughs> also put the body in the ground. This is like those, um, there's every, every seven years, it feels like there's a scandal about a mortuary that is not yeah. cremating bodies and just like piles them up in the, the den. Yeah. Um, in the drawing, should we talk about the drawing?
1: The, well, the drawing implies that this corpse has been dead. F- the, the, the hens have pecked its eyeballs out this, corpse, this is a dead body.
0: It's not. It's not. You know. It's not well preserved. It doesn't look like he's asleep. He doesn't no. look very natural. He looks quite dead. Um, there's a woman in sort of a um, Pirates of the Caribbean pirate wench outfit. Mm-hmm. Very sort of like sort of Eastern European traditional dress, um, yeah. like a white skirt with some sort of double line at the bottom, which feels very like folk dressy. Um, she's barefoot, which is a choice. Um, <laughs> she's got a big pirate belt around her waist and like a little vest over, I guess it's a white dress and then a ratty looking woven vest over mm-hmm. it with the belt going over the vest, which is a big choice. Right. And she's got, uh, like a babushka or what do they call it? A shmata around her head, like a, like a kerchief over oh, her hair. Yeah. Um, and she's got a stick cane. And her hands look like, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, skeleton hands. That's true. And she's holding the lapel of a a character that I feel like at some point Andrew could play.
1: Yeah, this one, to me, it's like the beard and glasses combination. Like if you gave me sort of Coke bottle glasses, I would look just like this, I think.
0: If it were theater, you could play this. But if it were film, you'd have to wait 20 years. Yeah, correct. Um, But yeah, he's got like sort of a... A strange nose for, this is a strange looking character for Stephen Gamble. I have to say. Like, he doesn't look like many other, like, it's a little too jovial. Like, the woman has a very, like, Arr! face, and she's covered yeah. in a lot of Stephen Gamble drips and
1: roots. There but, are very few well-fed looking characters in the Stephen Gamble universe.
0: Yes, yeah, Stephen Gamble yeah. universe, everybody's living through some sort of, you know, root vegetable famine.
1: <laughs> right. Um, But this
0: guy's doing okay. He's wearing a weird top hat. He's got a weird ratty coat. And... Poorly hemmed pants, which to me says that he, you know, is straight but unpartnered. (laughs) Um, The hem is off. There's no girl in the house. Um, (laughs) And he's got his hands behind his uh, butt. He's holding his hands back there. And he's got a beard and round glasses that obscure his eyes. So he looks like a dead eyed. Yeah. He looks like he's being weakened at Bernie's by... Um, ghosts like he doesn't look alive but he's standing up
1: right that's very good that's a very good point also, um, he's, oh sorry
0: oh, go he's over. got a couple Stephen Gamel roots and drips just on his hat and he's got neck rolls which you don't see in this no in this in this book series um, and he's standing on a tuft of scary grass and they're standing on like a flat line and then behind her feet is a damn corpse and it's a very scary looking corpse. It's very mummified. Yes. Um, but it's got like face skin, but the eyes are sunken in on our skeleton, Um, mm-hmm. which is a word I'm making up that's like skeleton-ish, but yes. skeleton. And the mouth is open and it's got the like skin routed away so you can see the teeth. And there's like Stephen Gamble roots coming out of the mouth as if nature has planted in his mouth already. Yes. Or her girl boss. <laughs>
1: wow. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Wow. Think about that. Examine your own biases. <laughs> and then there's um, flies flying around it, which you also you don't see a ton of flies in these books.
1: Anna, I have I've looked at this illustration thousands of times in my life, have never noticed the flies. That's huge.
0: Um, well, they're there. I yeah, I, I do feel as though I'm seeing this for the first time. Um, what's your history with the story? You said you've, you've heard it sung before.
1: I've heard it sung again, again, on the George Irving, uh, audio cassette of this. Right. Um, but, but very little tune. Like it was kind of, it was sort of close to what you did, but just in a sort of, there was like maybe a bit of a vibrato in there of like, there was an old woman, all no skin. Like there, there, there's not a melody you could hum, but the gesture was singing. You know what I mean?
0: Got it, a little bit of Rex Harrison.
1: Uh yeah, this this story scared me very much. I remember the illustration, something I maybe did to make myself feel better, is in my head, these two people looked so much like Muppets to me, unlike other characters in the Stephen Gamble <laughs> universe.
0: Yes, that is that so true.
1: In my head, I just imagined this being like a conversation between like Miss Piggy. And Fozzie or someone, you know what I mean?
0: Yes. Yeah, it it does have that vibe. Like her pushiness is very piggy-ish.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And he does look like he's going to a comedy show.
1: Yeah, it definitely feels like this song could end with the old woman going, hey yeah, Yes. So Anna, what is scary about this story?
0: What's scary about this to me is that sort of nothing happens. So you're still waiting for like the big scare to happen. And it kind of doesn't. Yeah, it's it's it is one of these jump scares. Like we've talked about a lot of the like all three of these books have a funny, scary story section where it's like the funny thing is really just you grabbing your friend and screaming um, or like somebody being like this asshole. No, thanks. <laughs> like, which you don't normally have someone talk like that. Um, <laughs> there is no swearing in these books, but, you know, that's the vibe. And uh, goodness, yeah, but yeah, the 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 now scream. ah. You really, it's sort of like clinkety clink where you're, which is another jump scare story, right? Yes. Um, where you're kind of lulled into the the rhythm of it and the song and the, ah, it comes as a real surprise because you're just listening to the music. You're listening to the rhythm and you don't expect that to be broken up by
1: a scream. Yes. It also, 90% of the story is just describing times that the old woman rested.
0: Yes. It's just that she's tired. I get, yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. The main scary thing about the story is that death comes for us all and we will look like that when we are dead.
1: Yeah. Um, And also sometimes you just need a place to sit, you know, like, and it's about weighing those two horrors of your day.
0: Yeah. And also like you need a place to sit. Guess what? One day you're going to sit and that'll be that (laughs)
1: That will be that you'll you'll have sat your last.
0: Oh, listen, I am steeped in the idea of a corpse. I've been watching a lot of Caitlyn Doty videos in the bath. Um, oh yes. <laughs> um. I, after I work out, I'll pop one on as sort of a thank you to myself because I, I don't. <laughs> I don't like to. Um, I don't like to do it, and that's. A I've been treat.
1: watching you put me onto those vids, Anna, and I've been watching them when I work out, which is a <gasps> nice like.
0: Oh, that's great! It's a good pump up. I've been doing the keyword bike workouts like the 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 strength ones which I don't like because um I don't know they're just they're like do a squat and I'm like I need a lot more instruction than that (laughs) um (laughs) so but that's so funny I love to work out to someone being like here's what corpse wax is yes yes, which I I
1: I had no idea about corpse wax by the
0: way it's really upsetting um but yeah I love to sort of get in the bath and open my laptop and watch a thing about the first cremation in uh, North America. It was kind of fun.
1: Oh, I got a clip onto that one.
0: It's like fine. Um, they're all good. She's great. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the idea of seeing a, a naturally decayed dead body is really scary and not mm-hmm. something that happens often. Oh, that is the thing that I did last night. I looked at all uh, <laughs> a lot of after inspired by a Caitlin Doty video, I looked at pictures of um, the dead bodies of people who died on Mount Everest. Oh, yes. Because they just leave them there a lot of the time. And, and they're lying they're on like the ground. they're like markers. Yeah, they they're are. Like
1: trail markers.
0: So like um, one of them was Green Boots. Um, and there was just the name of a man who had green boots on who died. And like because the very top of Everest is so dangerous because you need supplemental oxygen to breathe. And like the atmospheric pressure is really bad for your body. And it's so cold. And like if you make one wrong turn, you get confused and... Um, you can sit, you're like, I just need to sit down for a second and then you die. Cause it's no human was supposed to be up there. Right. But it is so dangerous to move a body because it accumulates so much ice and snow so quickly that it can double in weight. <gasps> and it's already difficult enough to move yourself and to attempt to rescue on Everest. They say that you have to be conscious and able to walk. And oh. that's why a lot of people just stay. Cause people have died trying to retrieve bodies, which is like bad, but, um, yeah, there was a place called green boots cave. Who was this man assumed to be this man who, who died up there. Um, and they're mummified by like the elements. You can see people's, you see people's hair still blowing Uh. all the time, but it's crazy. But, um, something that it's also crazy because like Everest is like this international destination. So like there are tour groups that come from all, all different countries. Like there are ones in China, ones in India and like, they don't know who but somebody went and took like green boots and a few other prominent corpses on Everest and took them out of view. They so they think they they pushed them over the ledge or covered them up. Oh, interesting. Um, out of which is like a respectful thing. So um wow. yeah, that's honestly guys, I did a 20 minute um Peloton bodyweight workout and then treated myself to a half hour of staring at Google image search results of Everest corpses. And that's something you can do too. And that's free, you know,
1: this is really interesting, Anna, because I just, I just read this thing about, um, uh, like a Japanese genre of painting that, that tracks the body decomposing like out in, (gasps) out in nature.
0: Whoa.
1: Um, I think it's called Kusozu. I'm probably mispronouncing that if anyone has a better idea. I've like tried to look up how to pronounce it. Um, but yeah, like it goes through these nine stages of what a decomposing corpse looks like. And it's such a counter to like in Western artwork depicting graphic, uh, realistic depiction of like death and decay was like very taboo and on the outs. And these pictures are the, these Japanese paintings are really gorgeous. Um, Whoa. you know, they're, they're graphic and that it's like it, it like we're just seeing oh. parts of decomposition that like you'd never think of because we just don't see them outside of like zombie movies. Um,
0: Oh yeah. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's so, it's a, <laughs> the death of a noble lady and the decay of her body. And it's <laughs> uh, like, uh, dead corpse with a bunch of gray hair and then there's a hawk and two like little cats eating her. (laughs) Like, yeah, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of like
1: animals eating, but then, but then also just like it, it's kind of, um, it's so compelling to look at because it's not done in a way that is like purposefully horrific, you know? Right. Um, in fact, like the colors are, are, are very kind of like muted and delicate um and I guess it is just supposed to like familiarize yourself with the fact that this is a natural process that every living thing goes through. Um but I don't love it. I <laughs> I, don't, I don't love to do it myself.
0: I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do what the the body in the picture is doing. I wouldn't have putrefaction. <laughs> I don't do that. That's not something that I do.
1: <laughs> that just works for for my that just works for me.
0: That's me. Um, but personally, I love looking at this and I now know how I'm spending the rest of my day in life.
1: I mean, they are gorgeous. They really are. I mean, oh. it is, there's something very like peaceful and, and especially towards the end when it's just bones, it's like, Oh, it's right. It's real nice. This is all going to be fine.
0: It's all going to be fine. We're all bones
1: yeah, doing, just, doing a podcast. <laughs> just don't pick at it. You know, like that's the yeah. kind of message. Um, I would love this. I'm, I'm I'm curious. But, like, yeah, and you bring up a good point about, like, what kind of church is this where they're just putting a dead body out back?
0: Get it together. Figure it out. Figure your shit out.
1: Yes. I have a theory that this could be, uh, which we've we've discussed in other Scary Stories books, that this could be a post-apocalyptic situation.
0: Oh, I feel like... I've heard you talk about this before.
1: Yeah. There have been, I think the big toe we've discussed it as a possibility that it's like, Oh, right. Yeah. That somehow like taking these stories out of time then makes us think like, Oh, we have the sensibility of 21st century people, but all of a sudden, like we're just back to bare minimum of civil- civilization. Um, right. I guess, I mean, maybe like I, I am not thinking about casting. And there are many different directions to go in with the old woman. Um, do you have an impulse, Anna?
0: <sighs> God, it could go so many ways. Um, yeah, it could be like, um, could go completely the other way and cast like, um, God, who's the see a girl, Maddie Ziegler? Oh boy, um, yeah, <laughs> but I don't think so. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, Judy Dench is. If it's an old woman, you're going to go there first. Um, yeah. But I feel like there are who's the like a woman from like an eighties movie? Like an old woman with like a raspy voice.
1: Old woman um, from an eighties movie with a raspy d- d- voice. There's
0: no one that I'm in particular that I'm trying to get at, but just someone like those old smoker voiced women who used to show up in like like uh yeah. large marge and like the Goonies. Oh and, my gosh. The um,
1: the the woman who plays large Marge or the mom from, Go- or the, the, uh, Mrs. Fratelli from Goonies are great choices. Wow. Yeah.
0: Or like, um, the, where's the beef lady.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's really good. I, something in about the aesthetic of, um, uh, a, a, a women who were older in the eighties really does put it in an yeah. accessible place for me. Yeah.
0: I could also really see Cheetah Rivera kind of acting uh, the hell out of this
1: can i mean imagine the the like 4 hour version of this song that's just um her kind of like dancing from rest to rest you know
0: oh yeah i would love that i really <laughs> and the thing is like the the women of that era who are so refined and so high status and gorgeous and mm-hmm. carry themselves a certain way they love playing old and poor. I think.
1: Yes. <laughs> like, oh my God. I am a
0: destitute woman is like such a fun thing to play.
1: <laughs> right. I um, mean, yeah. Emelda Staunton is about to have her like next huge moment with the crown. I feel yes. like she might be kind of, this might be just enough off the beaten track for her that she's like, yeah, let's give it a shot. Um, oh, so lady bird is barking in her sleep. It's really cute. Oh, it Sorry. is. When she barks in her sleep, it is the silliest little sound. Mm. Listen,
0: She's on a run too. She went. And it's like, what is going on in there? In your little noggin. Um, what about the parson?
1: Okay. Um, with the parson, I don't know why my head went here, Anna, but my head just jumped to Melissa Etheridge. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know how.
0: 90 square feels right for the Parsons. Yes. I have don't have to say,
1: what is it? I think maybe it's a blazer. Maybe the blazer did it. Like maybe the, the idea
0: did it, Sure. Yeah.
1: Um, also,
0: I, I, I mean, going off of the illustration and the sort of vibe brought by like a man who would wear a top hat and jacket somewhere. Yes. I could see a uh, Paul of Tompkins friend of the pod.
1: Of course. A great um, choice as always.
0: Also, again, another friend of the pod, without he doesn't know it, would be a Michael Potts,
1: sort of a casting favorite. <laughs> I, mean, I really, I'm really hoping to get Michael on soon because oh, we we just we just adore him. Another thought if we're if we're in the realm of top hats and speaking of '90s uh, queer singers, uh, Linda Perry, who sings um, "What's Going On."
0: Oh, that's great. Oh my God. I would love to hear her sing the song too.
1: That's what you're going to look like when you die. I said, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah,
0: yeah. I said, yes. <laughs> That's what you'll look like when you're dead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Imagine Linda Perry singing the song. I didn't know. I mean, I, I I did know that she was a songwriter, but like she's done everything. I mean, she's an incredibly talented songwriter, Linda Perry.
0: Get her on the pod. Who knows get Linda?
1: Can who we get knows Lynn? Linda?
0: Get her on. Oh, she's
1: gorgeous. <laughs> oh my God. I know. She's so cool. Oh my God. She's so beautiful. Yeah. Those people who just get cooler and cooler as time goes on, they like know how to go from decade to decade. And they're is just Is it like,
0: veganism? What is it?
1: I think so. I think maybe if you don't eat um eight square pounds of cheese a week, <laughs> I think maybe yeah. you, you look better. I will say, Anna, that our new um our new bathrooms have uh like ring lights around the mirror. Oh dark. And and it I'm sure looks better in pictures and is giving me a more realistic uh, a depiction of how I look, but I'm also like, Oh, there's the sun damage. Like, I don't think I've ever oh, been no. able to directly <laughs> see sun damage in my face.
0: God. I know. It's like when you, um, when you're used to the mirrors in your house and then you look at a mirror in a public bathroom and you're like, Oh, how long has this been happening?
1: Oh man. My, uh, uh, a person from both of our past salty Brian was the first person to point out to me that, Uh, The reason why we all think we look great in the mirror is that when we're looking in the mirror, it's straight on. And we're like doing whatever we can consciously or subconsciously to look as good as possible.
0: (sighs) It's true. Like when you see a picture of other people and you're on the periphery of that picture or you didn't know it's being taken. I have a few like full rock bottom pictures from my group vacations. (laughs) Can I? Well, Yeah. If I ever get jacked, that'll sort of be the, no, you know what you guys, (laughs) my my inherited body trauma is none of your business. It's fine. Everyone's
1: fine. Everyone's fine. It, 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 but like, I think what we all just have to be at peace with is there are times when all of us look like a couch and there are times when all of us look like we're willowy models and both of those things, we, we contain multitudes and that's fine.
0: Yeah. It's, you know what? It's a, it's a give and a take.
1: And honestly, speaking of embracing your body at all stages, uh, who are we going to cast as this corpse?
0: God, is it Spencer Novick, our friend?
1: Oh, it's got to be Spencer.
0: Spencer, he's got heat.
1: Soon to be be star of American Horror Story the next season. Anna, when that comes out, let's get Spencer on the pod.
0: Get him on the pod.
1: (laughs) Can we (laughs) get him? What if, what if gentle, easygoing Spencer took a hard line approach of like, no, or like, what am I being paid? Or like, here are the only times I can do it.
0: Yes. That I would love. I would love that for all of us, really.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, um,
0: well, look, you know, um, what else is there? We did it. I
1: think we did it. Anna, did anything spooky happen to you this week?
0: Oh, I know that I had a spooky dream. I just can't fully uh, remember what it was, um, and sometimes that's scary too. That's also scary. Um, I, I woke up. I slept on. I've been sleeping on my back a lot. Brag, um, <laughs> and the other morning I woke up and I had slept on my arms, and yeah. that's um, yeah, that's not a good. Uh, that's not good for your arms.
1: No, it took me it a while
0: to be able to move them.
1: Does not feel good to have dead arms.
0: Yeah. Um, What about you, Andrew?
1: Um, Well, as you might hear in the background a little bit now, Chris and I now live on a courtyard, which is very nice and very sunny. Um, But at the bottom of the courtyard is a a pool, which is also very lovely. Um, But there is a a child who is happy, but there's something about the echo that comes up Mm. through the courtyard that really makes it sound like it is a ghost child uh, calling for its mother who's gone beyond the veil. You know what I mean?
0: (sighs) Yeah. You're kind to say that a happy child sounds nice. Cause I find it, um, <laughs> I don't know any sort of sound of a child from another apartment nearby. It just sounds like a ghost. I never, my first thought is never that's an alive child. <laughs> it's always, that's a ghost.
1: The, yeah. The, the thing that keeps happening is the child is, uh, wailing again and again. I think, I believe, mm-hmm. I believe calls the pool the wet which is the name of the horror movie that this ghost child lives in. (laughs) No, no, no,
0: no. What? That is scary. Andrew.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You must correct your child on that just for the sake of not wanting your neighbors to think your child's a ghost.
0: Good Lord. (laughs) You don't just be, be respectful, you know, (laughs) um, that's it. Oh, we should do a new segment that I'm going to call grab corner
1: Oh um, yes. People
0: love grab Andrew. You have started a movement.
1: I'm so glad that grab makes so many people feel that they're not alone.
0: It really, we've all got a grab. If you missed it, <laughs> go back and listen to an episode that grab was on. Um, Andrew had a nightmare that there was a little guy in his podcast nook. Mm-hmm. And then he also separately said, great. You know what? It's fine. I won't talk yeah. down to you. You either know or you don't. It's great. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, been, it's so, been. Oh, but people have been doing um, folk art. Folk art? That's not what it is.
1: Art, <laughs> art, 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 fan, fan art. Fan. <laughs> I, oh, no. I, imagine if we oh. started calling our fan art folk art.
0: It is folk art because you are folk.
1: Yes, that's true. O
0: L Q. Folk. Oh, my and gosh. And then folks with an X and an S and a Q.
1: We've been loving the fan art everybody any anything that you have sent us like that we just love to see. Um, and also since our our merch is on sale and is now available um, we've been getting some pics of people with their newly arrived merch. Um, so yeah so oh. we'll we'll leave a link for our, our merch site in the description of this podcast. You can also find it on our socials at Story underscore pod. Um, And if you're interested in reading transcripts of this episode or other episodes, uh, the link for that will be in uh, the info for this podcast episode as well.
0: Yes. Yes. That's all true. What he said. Listen to him. (laughs) And you know what else you can listen to? Get out. out. Forever.
1: Dog. This has been a forever dog production. (coughs) Scary stories to tell on the pod is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Silio and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Chris Ryan. Cover art by Bats Langley. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news.